Hi, it's Emily and we've got your well-being in mind. Through the series, we'll be sharing top tips and practical tools to support your mental health. And I'm Ange and we will be demystifying the topic of mental health, asking all those questions you need to know to progress your journey to better well-being. Hello and welcome everyone and thank you again for continuing to follow our Your Wellbeing in Mind podcast. We're welcoming listeners to episode 7 and hope you're all safe and well. It's just so heartwarming to see the analytics onto this podcast, to see how many people from different countries are interested in our work and hope you enjoyed our last podcast which was on uh, forgiveness. So Emily, what are we talking about this week? So today's topic is about gratitude and generosity. So it's about developing an awareness of all the good we have in our lives, which helps us to keep a perspective and really like encourages that positive mindset. Wonderful. And so take it away and tell us a little bit more about this. I'm looking forward to this one. It feels really positive. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, as with all the mindful principles, it's about cultivating that awareness So often in life, we go through daily routines, unaware of all the good, you know, that surrounds us. So by developing an attitude of gratitude, we start to really view life from a positive point of view. So our mind becomes open to possibilities and we foster that growth mindset rather than a fixed one, which is what we talked about in the first episode really just trying to look at things from that growth mindset it helps us on so many levels because it allows us to appreciate ourselves our bodies our minds and then others and it gives us a reason to just pause and reflect so often when we're feeling down or anxious we spend hours and hours focusing on all the negative things we have in our lives we might get to a point where we loathe ourselves we loathe the situation might blame others or people in authority for the position we're in and that can actually be quite a very insular place to be and we feel we have no control and we've got no choice sometimes we can feel a bit trapped so it can really lead to a feeling of hopelessness and I really do understand this because I've had times in my life where I've lost hope and I have to say it's you know really really dark moments but gratitude and generosity give us hope again and they help us to view life through a lens of appreciation rather than lack for instance when we look at nature I love nature if you follow me on Instagram you'll see I always post pictures of flowers and nature and stuff but um, it really helps us to feel grateful for it because we realize how generous nature is so you know, the air that we breathe and the rain and the sun helps the crops to grow, which gives us food. And then the trees and the plants and natural resources go into making products and clothing. So nature provides so much and it keeps on giving day in, day out. And when we're in a low mood or feeling anxious, we can, you know, really become focused on ourselves and we forget to think about the expansive world around us. Even just focusing on nature helps us to see the natural abundance around us and it helps us to get a perspective. Also, when we develop gratitude and generosity for ourselves and others, we start to feel a deeper sense of connection and understanding and then ultimately love and kindness. So in doing this, our lives become more peaceful and harmonious. We're more empathetic and calm. And then ultimately, this is how we can heal as a society, which is like a fantastic goal to work towards, isn't it? It is, really. Oh, thank you. Well, um, I think 
you know thanks for first of all sharing your own experience of uh, gratitude as well and i really love that idea of the growth mindset and appreciating ourselves much more and clearly see there's some real benefits to gratitude that there seems to be a lot to be gained from truly feeling uh, grateful and a wide range of, of benefits i've been looking it up and i've read that it can uh, even help to strengthen your immune system or improve sleep patterns uh, it can actually even give us a feeling of optimism and help you experience more joy in your life and even you know it goes even as far as being more helpful and generous helps us to feel less lonely and isolated and uh, even goes on to say that it could even help to mitigate depression um, so my, my first question of today's podcast is how can gratitude do all of those positive benefits you know what is the science behind that yeah so when we're feeling gratitude it releases happy brain chemicals such as oxytocin which is the love hormone dopamine which helps us to feel good and is part of the reward system in the brain and then serotonin which stabilizes our mood so serotonin also helps with sleeping eating and digestion so obviously you can imagine the benefits that that brings on all levels and these brain chemicals are activated because the basis of gratitude is in love and affection for something or someone. So when oxytocin is released, the body feels more connected to the object we're thinking about. So when we have gratitude for nature, nature or someone else, we feel that rush of affection. Dopamine helps us to feel pleasure and reward. So when we're thinking about times that we're grateful for, it helps us to experience the pleasure again, which is amazing. So for instance, if you look through old photos and you feel grateful for those memories, you'll have the similar release of dopamine that you had when you first experienced the um, situation. So it's interesting because dopamine is actually a key factor in addiction. And as people seek to get that same feeling over and over again that they did in the first instance, so obviously if the addiction is for something negative, it can have really a disastrous impact. But if we focus on the things that we feel grateful for, it develops a healthy pleasure and reward system. So for example, with meditation, if you've had a lovely sense of relaxation, when meditating, your body will want that experience again. So we'll start to look for those uh, feelings that we've experienced and, you know, allow that sense of relaxation again. So serotonin is required to balance out the emotions and moods. And when people are prescribed antidepressants, they're generally SSRIs, which are aimed at regulating serotonin levels. So if you think that gratitude gives us this release of brain chemicals naturally, it's fantastic as it helps us to feel happy, calm and joyful without tablets or addictive chemicals. I love that. Yeah, no, thank you for that. Actually, that, that appeals to my rational brain, the way you've explained that. Thank you. Um, as you know, I'm trying to sort of reconcile and absorb a lot of what we're talking about as we do these podcasts. So my second question is, what's the direct connection between gratitude and mindfulness? Is it that when we're more mindful, it's much easier for us to experience gratitude because of the fact that we're more aware of the good things in life? Is, is that what it's all about? Yeah, that's it really, because when we're in a state of expansive thinking, you know, awareness helps us to notice the moment around us and really we're just trying to connect with how our body and mind responds 
So when we learn to be mindful, gratitude is really like a natural byproduct of it as we have more time to pause and rest and reflect. So when we're in these moments of reflection, that's when gratitude grows. So sometimes we can even have gratitude for the moment itself. So mindfulness and gratitude go hand in hand as really the art of being grateful is the essence of mindful practice and allowing things to be as they are without judgment and, you know, obviously pausing on purpose really fills us with a sense of gratitude naturally, doesn't it? You know, if we're not judging yeah. things, we're just pausing, allowing things to be, you're going to naturally have that sense of gratitude. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, thank you. But then conversely, um, with us sort of living in a culture that's very much defined by social media, by consumerism, materialism, it's quite common that we often feel ourselves that we're not enough or not good enough. And we're constantly trying to sort of fill a, a void in our lives with more, the want of a better word, stuff, you know, in, in our lives. So how is modern day living acting as a barrier to sort of cultivating this sense of uh, appreciation and, uh, you know, abundance in our lives when we're regularly facing these pressures to seek more out of life? And it's really based on what we see others having and, and wanting to be the same. Yeah, so modern day life really is acting as a constant distraction to the moment, isn't it? You know, it's about having more and being more and we fill our time with scrolling and social media, which can really lead to dissatisfaction. So if you come back to that non-striving and apply the principle, it can help us to let go of trying to compete and help us to feel satisfied with what we have right now. So I actually find some platforms like Instagram help me to be more mindful and grateful because it gives me a reason to stop and pause and reflect on what I want to post. So I'm a really visual person and I love looking through pictures of interiors and nature and that really helps me to feel grounded and present. So I would say about consumerism and materialism is it's about being discerning about who you follow and who you surround yourself with. So if you feel you're being influenced, pressured or feel dissatisfied, maybe do like a social media detox and question whether your feed is a happy place to be. And if not, unfollow, snooze or block people or companies that don't resonate with your values. So as I always say, mindfulness gives you the, the awareness of the moment. And if your moment isn't filled with what you want, you do have a choice to change it. You know, if you think about all the time we spend on social media and all that information that's being pumped into our brains, well, let's make it a lovely space to be. Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. And uh, the final question from me today is that there are some critics of mindfulness that have perhaps argued that the practice is too focused on the individual at the expense of sort of fostering a spirit of collectivity and positive social change. So obviously my background is giving grants to sort of charities to make sure that the communities are, are better supported. Um, do you think that's true? And, and how does giving back to society and working together to achieve some kind of good fit with the practice of gratitude? So on the first point, I don't actually believe it's too individual 
is when we work on ourselves and heal past issues, we actually become more compassionate and empathetic and understanding, which has a huge impact on our social interactions and therefore obviously a collective benefit. And it's interesting because during lockdown, I was a part of a collective mindful meditation and it was people all across the UK who took part in a Zoom meditation and we focused on sending out love to heal the world. And it was just an amazing experience. And even though we did it virtually, you could feel the sense of connection it offered. And I've also been part of a, a huge mindful conference a couple of years ago where people from all over the world attended. And it was just absolutely amazing. So, you know, as part of that um, practice of giving back and everything, mindfulness really gives us the opportunity to come together with like-minded people in that non-judgmental way and in a safe environment. And digital advances have meant that mindful practitioners can share their knowledge and experiences with even more people. So even in us producing the podcast, we're hoping to offer a collective experience by reaching more people. So I really feel mindfulness is the essence of social change. And the more people that practice it, the better for humanity overall, really. Fantastic. This has just been such a positive podcast, hasn't it, today? I, I love it. Um, so shall we share the meditation that goes along with uh, today's podcast? Yeah, so as with all the meditations, we suggest sitting down and we go through a body scan, just checking in with how you're feeling. And then this meditation is obviously focusing on gratitude and whether we can be grateful for our minds and our bodies. And often we take our body for granted and we don't appreciate what it does for us day in, day out. And often we overlook how amazing our minds are and the capacity we have to think and design and create. So it also gives us an opportunity to think about moments we might feel grateful for in the future. So that helps us to maybe set some goals about being present with others and about having a positive impact on your well-being and the well-being of others. And I think one of the biggest things we can give to others is our time and our attention. So if we can cultivate that going forward, you know, that's just going to be amazing for everyone around us, really. Definitely. It's a, it's a lovely meditation, this one. It does make you think about, you know, your, your body and making sure that you, you're grateful for your own health, really. Um, and that, you know, there are so many things that you could be thankful and grateful for in your lives. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that one. Um, so as always, you know, if, if people want to contact us or want to sort of share their experiences of trying out the different meditations or what they've learned from our podcast, how can they do that? Yeah, we'd love to hear from people. Uh, we've got our Facebook page, which is the Rest Easy Method on, on there on the Facebook and on Instagram, it's Rest Easy Training. And then also Purposeful Moments as a Facebook page. Then they can email us. So it's emily at resteasytraining.com and angela at resteasytraining.com. And then it's the Redshift Online, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, the, the, the Homewood Community Podcasting in Cheshire, which we're very grateful to, who enable us to sort of get some training on this and uh, kickstart our sort of podcast lives, really. So it's great. Um, well, thank you very much for uh, everything today. I've really enjoyed it again. really enjoyed discussing it with you. And uh, let's say what the next podcast is going to be. Yeah, so next week's about letting go. So as we've worked through the principles and we've reached gratitude, it's a lovely space to be, but then sometimes there might be some blocks that are coming up towards moving forward. So letting go just gives us that chance to clear out 
any remaining negative beliefs that we're holding on to and really help us to live a truly mindful life going forward. Great. I look forward to uh, hearing more about that and to discussing that with you. And please do join us again for our next podcast uh, for your well-being in mind. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye. Join Emma and Ange next time where we'll be sharing more top tips and tackling those questions you need answering with your well-being in mind.